This is Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Welcome back to this week's Live Bold and Boss Up episode. Welcome. (laughs) We are talking about effective ways to attract and attain employees. Um, So we've gotten so many questions about that lately. Yeah, this is a great question, especially nowadays um, because the market is so competitive and it's easy to lose good employees as well. So how do you, first of all, attract them? And then how do you retain them? Yeah. So we have like a huge list of different things, right? which we could totally go down the rabbit hole on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these are things that we've seen some of our clients doing and some of the things that we've gotten feedback on from candidates that they like or that they look for. So this is from, you know, actual conversations we've been having. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I guess let's start with the hiring process and attracting the talents. What are some important things to think about there? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I mean, you could go as far back as just the job description. Right. I think even though the job description, um, it's it's important because it starts to show the culture of your company right away. Mm -hmm. So if you have fun things in there, um, if it's, you know, if you read it well. um, Your job description is essentially like you selling the company and the position to the potential candidates. Right. So, you know, put the job description in there, the details, and then why do they want to come work for you? Put that in there. Do you have a fun environment? Do you have a fun culture? Maybe add some details in there about the culture or work environment, flexible hours, things like that, some selling points. Right. Why would you want, why would someone want to come work for you? Right. You're selling the company just as much as they're selling themselves right when they're trying to get the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's first and foremost. I agree. The job description. I agree. Second of all, I feel like the whole interview process from the very beginning to the end needs to be as seamless as possible and not dragged out. Yes. Because they're interviewing other places as well. Right. You need to, once you know you have the position open, post the position, get three to five candidates. I think, you know, narrow it down quickly to three to five candidates, Mm -hmm. interview them and, and move it through the process. Yeah. If, if it's, if there's a complete, you know, no win out of those, that bunch, then, you know, maybe start over, but don't keep those people waiting. That's not going to give you a good, like candidate rating. And it's not, it's not a good candidate experience if you keep those candidates waiting Mm -hmm. and they're not going to say positive things about the company. Right. And that's not what you want. You want candidates to really enjoy the process. Right. So it's all about selling the, the company and the role. Yeah. And they're comparing you to all these other interviews that they have going on. And if it's taking too long or they have a bad experience from the get go, then they're not going to choose you. Mm -hmm. So I think that second is the hiring process, interviewing, and then um, even the onboarding, like have that all buttoned up, bringing them on board, you know, have everything that they need lined up to get started as soon as possible. Yeah. Onboarding is key, especially for those small to mid-sized businesses that don't have a proper 
training set up or proper, hey, this is your first day, first week, second week, this is what you need to accomplish. That that gets really confusing for new hires in small companies because they you're you just throw them to the wolves and and it's they need to have that um, connection with right. the company for those first couple of weeks, like learning, meeting people, mm-hmm. understanding um, the role and just the culture. Right. And offer a competitive salary and benefits. I think that's super important right now because the market is so competitive. Um, don't, you know, lowball them with an offer that's, you know, below what they're interviewing for because they're not going to take it and you're just wasting their time and your time. And, you know, have all the benefits, 401k, everything like that, that you have to offer, make sure that that's sent to them and talked about, you know, before the, before they accept the offer as well. You know, that all needs to be laid out and competitive. Yeah. Benefits are huge. We're getting candidates questioning the benefits right off the bat. So they want to know, are they within the salary range and what are the benefits? That's huge right now. So as a, as a HR representative or a business owner, you really need to understand the market, right? Right. Yeah. And then be prepared to offer additional incentives or have that already up front, like other selling points, like work from home flexibility. What does that look like? Um, sign on bonus. These are all things to think about and ways to be competitive to, um, you know, be competitive against these other companies. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, once they're onboarded, have a good training program in place, have a top notch training program. How are these people going to learn everything that they need to learn? How are they set up for success? That's important as well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think communication is key from the beginning. So open communication, what are the expectations? Have all of that laid out. So on that note, communication, there's been so many times where the candidate will get the offer, they'll accept, they'll send the sign offer letter, they're doing their background checks, and then they hear nothing from the employer. And they're like, I haven't heard anything. And that's such a crucial time, the time between them accepting the offer and starting too. Mm -hmm. So that's all part of the onboarding process. Even though they haven't officially started, you still want to have someone responsible for keeping in touch with those employees. You just spent all that, that those hours and energy finding that person. Don't let it dwindle in the onboarding. Right. Sash. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, good to talk to your current employees as well and see what they like best, get their feedback. So that way, you know, what do people like about working there? What additional things can you offer that people would like to have? Talk to your current employees, um, you know, get feedback from them, you know, as well as giving feedback to them. But I think that that's important to know, like, what do people like? What don't they like about being there? And um, it allows them to feel a sense of importance as well. Like my, my feedback matters. Hands down. I love that. Yeah. What else? Um, I think having a good work-life balance, especially nowadays is important. That's what people want over even money. Like they want to feel a sense of, you know, having that, you know, flexibility, feeling a purpose, feeling that they're not just working 24 seven. They want to feel a balance. Yeah. So what do you think for work-life balance? Does that mean, you know, 
remote opportunities? I think it does a lot of times mean remote or at least flexibility, right? Like instead of being there from eight to five, you know, and then clocking out, like maybe if they're a morning person, they can come in at seven and leave at four, like just allowing a flexibility, that flexibility makes them have that sense of, of balance a little bit more. Yeah. I do have those candidates that they, they tell me, oh, I, I know I stop working at five, but I go have dinner or whatever and do kind of like the family thing. And then I'm logging back in at eight at night and working. And if that works for them, I think that should be fine. Whereas maybe the end of business isn't at 530 anymore. Maybe it's 10 o'clock at night. Maybe give them time right. to do some work afterwards. I agree. Mm-hmm. That we talked a lot about how to attract employees to the companies, but how about retaining them? You get them, you attract them. How do you keep them? Right. No, that's very important because once you get these great candidates and you have all like a great team now, good, great employees, how do you keep them around? Because there's other companies out there that are trying to recruit them to go come work for them. Right. So, I mean, first I was, I would say you have to have a great culture and a positive work environment. That's like number one to me. Right. But once, how do you get that? Well, once that's a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, once you hire the person, the, the pay is there. I think that you should have a structure set up for raises, promotions, some sort of clear goals set up. And then, I mean, I, I think that kind of goes with the attracting the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then even once they're there every year, you should have a clear set of expectations, goals, promotions, raises, and, um, you know, have all that set up. Right. That, that reminds me of a comment that I wrote down, like being clear on your expectations for that person. So when you hire them, um, you hire them for this title, this job. And if for small to mid-sized businesses, that could change. Like the job enrichment piece could change. The, just the, what you need them to do could change. So I would say, make sure that you're communicative about that and open about that. I feel like there's a lot of um, candidates who throughout the interview process, they receive an offer, but maybe the title is slightly different or, you know, even, even in the interview stage, they, they change which position that person is for, which is fine but you really need to communicate that. So keep that open communication mm-hmm. when they start and what they're doing, what they're supposed to be doing. Right. It's, it sounds so simple, but it's really easy to get lost in your job, mm-hmm. you know, that you're doing and not keeping that new employee right. involved. And I would also know what's important to that person. Each person is different. So if title is important to one person, you know, make sure you know that and titles aren't important to everybody. So I think that that's important to know, like what, what's important to this person. And that's how you're going to keep them. Like if they want to feel valued and maybe one day want to be a manager, know that. So that way you can create a career path for them and have that set up and, you know, have a, have a path for that. Yeah. If, if it's, it, not management and it's more flexible. Right. Know what each employee needs. 
Yes. Right. Exactly. That's so funny. I wrote literally that same thing down, knowing what each of them need. Like they, like you said, they might need title changes every so often or monetary increases or um, job enrichment. Just give them more to do. You need to understand who you're hiring to keep them happy. Right. Um, That reminds me of um, just different ways you can retain your employees in, in different ways. Like everybody has their the same traditional things, but, um, profit sharing, I think is one way that, um, would be really helpful. So I, th- I feel like not a lot of people do profit sharing anymore, but that would be huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice perk right? or benefit to, to give to someone. Mm-hmm. I think gym memberships. Yes would be really important. No. Yeah. Little things like that. Gym membership is a great one. Even maybe some additional perks or um, like membership somewhere that might help just like little incentives. What's a good example of that? Um, Gym membership being one, Mm -hmm. but then maybe childcare Oh yeah. Or education, helping someone, um, you know, get a certification, things like that. Yeah. That just go above and beyond that, that shows that you're helping to enrich them and helping them grow. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're in a role where they, where you want them to travel around locally or whatever, have them have a car allowance. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just pulling that money out and showing like how you will incentivize them or how you do pay them or how you send, give benefits right. helps. Or even cell phone is another one. Yeah. Um, little things like that. Meals, if they're traveling a lot and it doesn't need to be all the time, but occasionally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, school is starting or just started this week and next week for kids. And an, a huge retention piece would be understanding that your new employee has kids and they might need to take a half a day that day or, or, you know, come in late and leave early because everybody needs to drop off and pick up their kids that first day. Mm -hmm. There's no like aftercare. Usually it's not on that first day and understanding that and giving them the time and not putting that against them is, is important, I think. Right. And nowadays too, you know, with kids maybe having to quarantine every so once in a while, just being understanding because it's, more stressful right now for everybody to, you know, take time off and have to worry about that. So just make that like a stress-free, no issue policy. That way your employees don't feel stressed out when they do have to take off. Right. What other ways can we retain our employees? I feel like we're constantly working on our culture. Like at Next Path, personally, we have this awesome, fun culture, happy hours, you know, random food, whatever. I mean, we have, we have a blast, Yeah, but we're always working on it. We are. And, um, I think one thing that we do a good job of and, and something that's good to keep in mind is that if you hire a new employee and maybe they're not set up for like management yet, but that's what they eventually want to do, or they like planning things, they kind of give them small responsibilities like, okay, next happy hour you're in charge of, so little things like that or a volunteer activity, put them in charge of that way they can feel a sense of that, you know, being in charge of something or responsible for something. And they're going to be excited about it and eager about it to show you that they can do this. And it's little steps like that, 
that will help them have that sense of, you know, ownership and feeling worthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Yes. What else? Um, maybe too, like in in self-care, um, arena, which is really important right now and all the time, but, um, maybe a massage for, or a, sorry, a gift card for a massage. <laughs> Give your employees a massage. That's what we're telling you. Yeah, or, um, have a, have a masseuse come in, in the office and, and have a dedicated room where they can have a 10 minute massage, something like that. Donuts, you know, lunches, occasionally. Donuts. We're talking about self-care. <laughs> self-care. I think being healthy. And then you say donuts. I love it. Well, self-care. <laughs> For, for everyone, self-care is different. This is true. This is true. You know, there used to be someone who came into the office and had the massage chairs. Yes. And I, I was chatting that. with Kelly about that the other day saying like, we need to have them in here and just do a round of massages for everyone. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also, I, I think, you know, first and for- foremost too, it's important for your employees to feel safe in the office. And, you know, I think that first of all goes to back to the beginning where we were saying, know what's important to your employees. If it's someone needs to, you know, wear a mask, then make sure they're, they can wear a mask if they want and don't feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just important for everyone to feel safe and comfortable in their environment. Right. Um, and just having that there where they don't feel, you know, kind of out of place if that's what makes them feel comfortable because everyone's right. different. Right. Like we have really low walls on our desks. Mm-hmm. So I think some of them were talking about getting a little bit of higher wall. Yes. You know, the, and just kind of, dividers. like you said, yeah. a little bit, little bit more safety feel. Right. Yeah. Well, we, we just had this come up where, you know, there's, there's an employee who has certain meetings maybe at the end of the day and might want to, you know, miss rush hour, right? Kind of get home, maybe do those meetings at home so that they're home. They can kind of start whatever dinner, but then have their meetings, miss miss um, rush hour. And that's totally fine. Um, I think employers need to start thinking outside the box with that, right? Yeah. You know, trusting your employee to c- complete that meeting, right? I mean, you're giving them enough, enough leash, right? Enough Oh, that's bad to say, but you know, enough <laughs> leeway to do that. And, and you should, you should try to give that to, that to them. They don't have to do their work during, like you said earlier, like eight to eight to five, like give them a little bit of wiggle room there. Yeah. No, Be agree. creative with each employee and each of their needs. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, all of these things that we, that we're saying, it keeps going back to the same thing is, is knowing what is important to your employees, what is going to make them happy and just being flexible. Mm -hmm. You have to be flexible because if you're not flexible, the next company will be. That's true. That's true. So knowing, you know, what's important and then being adaptable and flexible with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And again, you're, you're putting all this time and energy into interviewing and finding the best talent and finding that skill set and that culture fit that you really want to make sure that you retain them. Mm -hmm. Um, This is kind of going on a side note, but I was just thinking other things that you could do is, um, you know, maybe birthdays off or other perks like that, that might be some good incentives and and set yourself apart from, 
you know, other companies or maybe do a fun, um, you know, once a year, twice a year, either as an incentive or just, you know, for no reason, a company get together or a team outing or things like that, just to, you know, get out of the office and show that, you know, you want to have fun, you want to do team building. And I think all of that is important as well. I think what you said was key doing a team outing, like during work hours, Mm -hmm. don't take up their family time on the you know, in the evenings or the weekends, like do it during a normal work day, get the team together, go out and do something, whether it's charity, whether it's just having lunch, whatever. Oh, that's another thing. Having food. I feel like food is so important. (laughs) We're always eating. We're always eating. We have like snacks galore, but then also we do lunches a lot of times. Yeah. We do a lot of lunches. We do. And I feel like that's, I mean, you don't want anyone to be hangry. Absolutely not. (laughs) That is a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So, yeah, I think these are all great things. Even parking spots. um, These are all just little things you can do in addition. Like Mm -hmm. if if your company doesn't have a parking lot, then paying for parking or have like a special spot up front for like employee of the month or, you know, things like that, that just helps them have a sense of accomplishment um, I think that's always fun to do. Right. And and speaking of um, employee of the month and stuff like that, I don't know why that made me think of events, like having your employees, if they like this, right, a, join or, or attend events mm-hmm. um, in your company's name and they can be the representative, they can be the brand ambassador. And that just kind of gives them this feel of importance. Right. No, I, I like that one mm-hmm. because that's something that like doesn't cost anything extra you're going to be doing anyways. So why not send a representative of your company, not just an owner or, you know, the leader, you know, put another face out there and then that way they can speak towards your company. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think we could sit here and chat about like all these Yeah. If you have any other ideas, we get this question on a daily basis from our clients. So let us know if your company has done something different or unique or something that we didn't mention. Let us know because we're happy to share that with our our clients because I think that's so important to know and it's so competitive right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's candidate market. So employers have to step it up right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Email us at liveboldandbossup.com. Sorry. We don't have a website. <laughs> Livebold.andbossup <laughs> at gmail.com. Yep. We'll have livebold.andbossup.com. That's right. We need that. Coming soon. Coming soon. We don't know when, <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, until next time, live bold and boss up. <laughs>